What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So yeah, we're back. I had a little break there. I had a bunch of shit going on, and I just did not have any time to properly put together a good episode. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about the Presidio Child Care Center sexual abuse case that we talked about last episode. Now, if you didn't hear that episode, you may want to go back and listen to it because we're going to dive a little bit deeper and get into a disgusting piece of shit by the name of Michael Aquino. If you don't want to go back and hear the whole episode, I will just quickly summarize what went down. January 5th, 1987, Gary Willard Hambright, who is a Presidio daycare employee, was indicted for molesting one child who had been sodomized, but... After a year of investigation, more than 30 victims at the Presidio Army base had been identified. Children gave statements about being ritually abused, that they were taken off base, and they claimed other perpetrators were involved in the abuse. The children alleged they were sexually abused, taken to private homes, forced to urinate and defecate on Gary Hambright, and he would do the same to them. They were then forced to drink, urine, and eat feces. Now, some of these children even tested positive for chlamydia. But, you know, nobody ever gets fucking charged because, of course, they don't. So that's just kind of a summarization of last episode. But now we are going to get to the sick piece of shit by the name of Michael Aquino. Sit back and get ready for this. So a little background on this piece of shit known as Michael A. Aquino. He is a former head of psychological warfare for the Army. He is also the founder of the Temple of Set. So... This guy got pretty fucking high in the military. He is an army colonel, and he wrote a paper called From PSYOP to Mind War, The Psychology of Victory. Aquino was a trauma-based, total mind control, think Operation Monarch, programmer for the Defense Intelligence Agency, Psychological Warfare Division. So Aquino would fly over the country and there are numerous victims from coast to coast, like children that say Aquino ritually abused them. And it's some of the most fucked up, horrific abuse I've read in a very long time. Due to the fact this motherfucker was in the army, he was in a position to pass on this fucked up mind programming abilities to other military officers. And you better bet your ass that our United States Army, I'm sure the fucking other branches, that they've utilized this information. Michael Aquino basically gave them on a silver platter. Now check this out, guys. I found this pretty fucking interesting. Now if you run on over to Wikipedia and you look up the Temple of Set, which is the quote-unquote church Michael Aquino set up, there's some pretty interesting tidbits in there and you just kind of got to read between the lines as per usual. So check this shit out. So let's start with just some of the little mundane background information on Aquino. After receiving his PhD in political science from the University of California, Santa Barbara in 1980, Aquino worked as an adjunct professor at the Golden Gate University until 1986 while continuing to serve in the United States Army as an active guard reserve officer at the Presidio of San Francisco. This is the part that I find fucking hilarious and so typical of mainstream media. In 1987, during the quote, satanic ritual abuse hysteria, 
the three-year-old daughter of Christian clergyman accused Aquino of sexually abusing her during satanic rites held at his Russian Hill home in San Francisco. Responding to the allegations, police raided Aquino's home. However, after no evidence was found to substantiate the allegations, it was revealed that Aquino was living in Washington, D.C. at the time of the alleged abuse. So the police decided to not charge him with any felony. Just a little bit of background on the quote-unquote satanic panic, basically a term the fucking media thought up, probably the FBI too, to basically attack victims of satanic ritual abuse and ritual abuse. In the 1980s, there were so many adults and children that came forward around the entire world, disclosing that they were victims of satanic ritual abuse and were witnesses to satanic ritual abuse murders. Now, these claims were fucking dismissed every single time by the FBI's special agent Ken Lanning and an organization called the False Memory Syndrome Foundation, which came into existence in 1992, stating that there was no evidence to prove that satanic ritual abuse existed. Claims such as this should not go unchallenged, because therapists across the country have lost their licenses due to allegations that the memories of SRA victims are too, quote, bizarre to be believed and are to be attributed solely to false memory syndrome. Now, check this out. I mean, this should come as a fucking shock to no one. The False Memory Syndrome Foundation are a political and legal advocacy group, and they're acting on behalf of the accused perpetrators. So, of course, they're going to say that stupid shit. Now, I've told you guys about the finders, and it's documented in the FBI files that the CIA were running a whole-ass group of pedophiles that would sexually abuse children, record the sexual abuse, they were involved in trafficking children, and so on. 100% ritual abuse and satanic ritual abuse are fucking real. There are court documents, fucking thousands of them, that have expose this type of abuse over and over. So it isn't a crazy conspiracy theory. This shit happened in the past. It's still fucking happening to this day and it will continue to happen because certain humans are fucking disgusting, sick people that should probably just be taken out of the gene pool. That seems like the best solution to me. So check this out. We're going to skip over now to an LA Times article from 1998. It states, San Francisco prosecutors have declined to bring charges against an army officer and satanic priest who has been accused of molesting a three-year-old girl. Deputy District Attorney Michael Williams said police were unable to verify allegations against Lieutenant Colonel Michael A. Aquino, 41 at the time, who is a reservist and intelligence specialist as well as Gary Hambright, a former Army Daycare Center employee. Williams said he believed the child's story, but the case was dropped because there was, quote, insufficient evidence to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. So check this part out. The girl told authorities she was driven to Aquino's house in the Russian Hill section by Hambright and was molested by a man she later identified as Aquino. The girl said one room in Aquino's home was painted black. And check this part out. Police found such a room. But yeah, this little girl's making shit up. Anyway, Aquino's, quote, temple is set was founded in 1975 as an offshoot of the San Francisco-based Church of Satan. I don't give a fuck about the affiliations with the Church of Satan. I think that's all, pff, just a bunch of bored-ass bullshit. And 
not even worried about the Church of Satan. So Aquino formed the Temple of Set, which is a whole different ballgame versus the Satanic Church Anton LaVey founded. But we're not even going to get into that in this episode because that's a whole ass fucking <laughs> 15 episodes we could do. So let's get back to Aquino real quick. So after the police did the raid on Aquino's house in San Francisco, rumors and leaks started to appear stating that they found videos of this fucker where he was performing satanic ritualistic sexual abuse on children. Spoiler alert, no charges were brought against him. And many people believe that's because he was a CIA operative and it was an issue and matter of national security. You know, just the same old fucking song and dance. Some powerful fucking rich quote unquote elite fucks around, destroys children's lives and the government wants to cover it up because he's a high level operative. So let's just fucking not talk about all the fucking children's lives he destroyed. The Aquino rabbit hole goes so fucking deep. He is tied to MK Ultra. He's tied to ritual mind control, the CIA, the deep state, and the Franklin cover-up. The whole fucking thing where kids at Boys Town were being pimped out and raped. And Aquino has been tied to all of that shit. But of course, he, you know, never served one day in jail. Fucking typical. Moving back to Aquino before I get all fucking distracted on rant number 63. This disgusting motherfucker, Lieutenant Colonel Aquino, was implicated in four cases. So what I'm going to do is read you some transcripts of the reports made about the type of abuse these children were receiving and just kind of lay it out for you so you get a full ass picture of what this disgusting fucker was accused of. And a lot of people say you don't even have to say accused. There are videos, straight up videos, you guys, of this fucker sexually abusing children. Let's start with the Presidio case. And a little side note, this dumb motherfucker actually sued Michael Stone, who was secretary of the army. And his whole thing was is because he was name dropped in a report. Well, like, no shit, you dumb motherfucker. They're straight up accusing you. They're appointing you and your stupid ass wife out. So, of course, you are going to be name dropped. And I'm sure this is just like a big old co-winky dink. But that report that actually name dropped Aquino was published two months after the statute of limitations expired on the abuse of these children at the Presidio Daycare Center. Shocking, right? Just a big old co-winky dink as per usual. According to the report, Aquino was under investigation for indecent acts with a child, sodomy, conspiracy, kidnapping, and false swearing. In this report, they said they had probable cause. And in 1990, Aquino was processed out of the army after the ritual abuse investigation began. Now, out of all these child victims, only one, who was the daughter of the chaplain of the Presidio, was named in the victim block. That's kind of crazy because in the report, the word children is mentioned multiple times throughout the report, but then they just talk about this one child. Now, apparently the daughter of the chaplain had identified Aquino as quote unquote Mikey and his wife Lilith as Shambi. And if you didn't catch that, Lilith, now according to some fucking religion shit, Lilith was Adam's first wife but apparently Adam didn't like it because when they tried to have sexual relations, Lilith wanted to be on top. And apparently, and I don't know, fucking, I think it's Judaism. 
I, apparently the woman can't be on top with sex. So he banishes Lilith out of the Garden of Eden, and of course she becomes a vampire, a fucking crazy harpy of the night. And this dumb bitch, the fucking wife of Michael Aquino, decided to title herself Lilith. Like, how fucking original, you dumbass bitch. So reading from the transcripts, the child cited these two at an army PX on August 12th, 1987. She told her mother that, quote, Mikey was the blood man because he had put blood on her and licked it off. So at this point, the CID investigators showed pictures to this kid and the photographs show a number of items that corroborate this child's story and the other children's descriptions of the house where they were taken. In these pictures, it showed masks, guns, toy animals, or dinosaurs, a lion picture on the wall, lions on the Egyptian throne, a computer, camera, a black room with soft walls, and a robot. And all of these things were identified by these victims as being inside this fucker's home. The investigation of Lieutenant Colonel Aquino and his wife involved multi-jurisdictions and several children interviewed identified him from the photo lineups as their alleged abuser. But the identification of Lilith Aquino was not as persuasive. One of the children actually stated during their abuse that quote-unquote Mikey was dressed in women's clothing and Shambi was dressed in men's clothing. On March 15, 1989, the CID interviewed another child victim who gave details of that child's sexual molestation in the context of satanic rituals by members of a, quote, devil worshiper club during the years of 1985 through 1986, which the child said involved Aquino. The child described children being forced to chant that they, quote, hated God and, quote, loved the devil before and after being molested, which was filmed. In addition to providing detailed descriptions of murder and cannibalism, fucking Jesus Christ, the bodies were reportedly kept in the basement in Aquino's house, and then they were then dumped into a lake. This child also gave detailed descriptions of Aquino's residence, which matched the descriptions of other children black walls with crosses on the ceiling. But yeah, I'm sure all these kids are just making up the same fucking details that match this motherfucker's house. Totally. You guys, some of these accounts from these kids are absolutely fucking horrific. One child said she played, quote, poo-poo baseball at the home of one of her female teachers. Some children said they had blood smeared in the bodies, had guns pointed at them, were threatened. If they told anyone about their abuse, their parents would be killed. Many of the children said their abuse occurred during satanic rituals. Inside a concrete bunker behind the military intelligence building at the Presidio, the words, quote, Prince of Darkness were painted. Another wall was covered with 666 and some fucking lame-ass occult drawings. In the early 80s, a gardener shack adjacent to the Presidio was raided. They found a pentagram on the floor and a doll's head on the ceiling. Two investigators were given permission to set up surveillance on the shack, but then they were told to call it off. One of them stated, quote, we were sitting there. We've got a cult on the Presidio off San Francisco and nobody cares. The problem is too many fucking high ass people were involved and they didn't want to get busted. That is what happened. And checked out this really fucked up part. The CID of the army interviewed some children on a different case that were also tied to the Michael Aquino case. 
Officials who interviewed and examined the children said there was no question they had been victims of repeated and severe sexual assaults. The probation officers who wrote the evaluations said the children were in psychological treatment, but the damage may be irreparable. And I'm specifically talking about the case against Daryl T. Ball Sr. and Charlotte Thrailkill. The kids in this case are also pointing out Michael Aquino. The prosecutor in that specific case described the extreme terror the children experienced and how difficult it was for them to testify. During the 18-month preliminary hearing, the children testified that they were threatened to keep quiet or the perpetrators would eat their mother's hearts and make them eat it too. These kids described being given injections, being tied up, and just fucking horrific shit. Daryl Balf actually threatened witnesses to keep them from testifying. The children also described being molested while being filmed with a banner in the background reading, quote, super duper child molest day. Fucking disgusting twats. They were forced to watch a video of their own molestation. And these disgusting motherfuckers, they got a plea bargain. Yeah. The crazy shit is Aquino was implicated in so many different child sexual abuse cases throughout the country but not one time, not one single prosecutor could get these charges to stick against this motherfucker. But it's just, I don't, I'm not buying it. It doesn't seem reasonable to think that this guy has fucking charges of child molestation and ritual abuse fucking dozens of times, but no one can get this fucker prosecuted? Hmm. Now check this out. We're going to go up north to Mendocino County. Ritual sexual abuse of children had been under investigation in Mendocino County since 1984, when several children at the Jubilation Day Care Center in Fort Bragg said they had been sexually abused, tortured, forced to drink blood, and forced to eat feces. Debbie Withrow, who was a Ukiah mother of two children, who told police and an army investigator that Aquino abused them. They said their parents hope that their, quote, children will have their day in court. Another parent, Dee Hartnett of Santa Rosa, said her daughter also told authorities that Aquino was one of the people who abused her in Mendocino County in 1986. This little girl testified against two of her abusers in the case in Santa Rosa that resulted in the plea bargains. One of the accused, the guy I was just talking about, Daryl T. Ball, was sent into prison for four years, and that was in connection with abuse of Hartnett's daughter and five other children. But shockingly, Aquino never actually gets charged. And the stupid bitch that was associated with that case, the one I was just talking about, Charlotte Threlkill, was declared a violent sexual predator, the first female to have that distinction in California. And you know what happened to her? She was just sent to the state hospital. She probably should have been sent to the motherfucking gallows. Now, this daycare, the one called Jubilation Daycare, was operated by Sharon and Barbara Orr. And they actually had their license revoked in 1984 after the State Department of Social Services investigated and found sufficient evidence of, quote, child endangerment. There were no medical facilities in the immediate area that could evaluate child sexual abuse, but all of the children were taken out of the county to medical facilities. All were diagnosed with sexual molestation. Now, because the perpetrators had four months advanced warning, of course, no other evidence was ever found. So no criminal charges were 
filed. How many times do these disgusting motherfuckers get to get tipped off for months before a raid actually happens? Do you know what shit you can get rid of in four months? Basically everything. And it just keeps on happening over and fucking over. According to a 1989 Press Democrat news article, they stated, quote, last week, criminal investigators with the Army reportedly questioned Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino, the satanic priest implicated in the Presidio case, about allegations he was involved in the molestation case in Mendocino and Sonoma counties. So it's like this motherfucker keeps getting name dropped by victims that are having very similar stories. The fucking news is actually picking up on it because apparently this is before all the fucking media spots got bought out, but yet no one can provide any evidence to get this motherfucker nailed to a motherfucking wall. Hmm. Now check this shit out, you guys. This doesn't specifically have to do with Aquino, but it does have to do with New York West Point Military Academy Daycare. There is a news article that states in 1984 through 1985, a three-year-old child from West Point's daycare was diagnosed with physical findings of molestation, which was a lacerated vagina. A three-year-old, you guys. Fifty children who attended West Point's Army daycare were then interviewed by the FBI, and several of them alleged sexual abuse. The parents of all these children alleged there was a cover-up because, once again, no criminal charges were filed. The Times-Herald record reported on June 11th, 1991, that the incidents unfolded against a backdrop of, quote, satanic acts, animal sacrifice, and cult-like behavior. One of these parents complained that the army was not prepared to treat satanic abuse and that the FBI botched the investigation. Quote, the specter of Satanism would later spur U.S. Military Academy officials to change a West Point Child Care Center's building number from 666 to 673. I'm just, you know, another big old going getting. And I don't know, why, what the fuck, you guys? Why are there so many cases of these children being molested, ritually abused, satanic ritually abused, whatever the fuck you want to call it, on army bases? I've read so many stories like this. How is this shit so pervasive, but nothing ever seems to happen? It's probably, no, not probably, I guarantee you that shit is by design. During that time, a reporter named Linda Goldston, who was a reporter with the San Jose Mercury News, she covered the Presidio case, and she described the West Point case as one involving ritual abuse. The children said they had excrement smeared on their bodies and were forced to eat feces and drink urine. Now, guess what? U.S. prosecutor Rudolph Giuliani declined to indict any alleged perpetrators and was criticized for a potential conflict of interest because, get this, he was also defending West Point for the government against civil suits brought by the parents against the army. Like, how is that shit even allowed to happen? In 1985, the parents of 11 children filed a $110 million civil suit against the army alleging their children were sexually abused. The Army concluded the case in 1991 by negotiating a monetary settlement with the parents. But no other facts are known because the court case was sealed. Because of course it was. Fucking Christ. So this kind of abuse goes so far beyond Aquino and seems to be just like woven into the fabric of these military bases. And it's absolutely fucking mind-blowing that 
more people don't know about this. If you were to fucking talk about, you know, satanic ritual abuse and daycares on military bases, motherfuckers would look at you like you just grew some fucking horns out of your head. Like, okay, you crazy conspiracy theorist, that never happened. You could literally show them the court documents and they would be like, well, no, I mean, if they weren't charged, that, that's gotta mean nothing happened, right? <sighs> I swear to fucking God, sometimes I just, I don't know. It's crazy. So one of the silver linings of this case is the piece of shit Michael Aquino died in September of 2019. I've read several reports that he committed suicide or I don't know, hopefully a fucking some sort of operative for our fucked up government took this fool out because I guarantee you if he was in military intelligence teaching him fucking psychological warfare and how to basically break the minds of other humans, he's a liability and the motherfucker was getting old anyway. He was in his 70s, but I hope he just fucking rots in hell. Get fucked, Michael Aquino. So now, it's change of subject time. There's only so much disgusting ass pedophile shit I can handle in one week. So now we're gonna move along to shit going on in the clown world. Apparently, the UK just announced it wants to force farmers to feed their cows red seaweed-based, quote, methane blockers to stop them from farting and burping. Now check this next part out. It's totally fucking shocking. Guess who invested $12 million into a company that produces red seaweed methane blockers two months ago? Bill Gates is fucking evil. So apparently Bill Gates decided to back a new startup aiming to reduce emissions from cow burps. Uh, because of course he did. This motherfucker just cannot stop meddling in shit. He's probably going to have to be forced to stop, if you know what I mean. But yeah, just some more clown world bullshit for y'all. And in other Bill Gates' evil news, Bill Gates' lab is creating a version of monkeypox that's 1,000 times more lethal than the original virus. Because, because of course he is. This motherfucker just straight up evil. And I'm sure there's going to be an accidental leak and it's going to fuck up thousands and thousands of people because of course, I mean, why the fuck? Why? Why make this shit more lethal than it is? So according to a News Punch article, House Energy and Commerce Committee Chair Kathy McMorris Rogers, Subcommittee on Health Chair Brett Guthrie, and Subcommittee on Oversight Investigations Chair Morgan Griffith, sent a letter to Lawrence Tabak, the senior official performing the duties of director at the NIH, regarding details about a dangerous supercharged monkeypox experiment planned by an NIH and Gates-funded researcher. So it's not like our government doesn't know this shit is going down. These motherfuckers are paying for it, which technically means we're paying for it. So let's give money to some fucking megalomaniac scientists that don't have an ounce of wisdom so they can create a supercharged monkeypox virus. Seems totally legit, right? Apparently, this latest letter is following up on an October 31st, 2022 letter, which the NIH has never provided a formal response. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? I have no fucking idea. Committee Chair Kathy McMorris-Rogers has set an April 13th deadline for a response from the NIH. So I will be looking out for that. And if we get any updates, I'll let you motherfuckers know. While we're on the subject of fucked up American quote unquote health agencies, 
Check this out, you guys. The CDC deleted their page, which admitted their test could not distinguish COVID from influenza. And this is a test that all the lockdown bullshit, the social restrictions, vaccine mandates, it basically showed they could not distinguish between SARS-CoV-2 and influenza. Now, do you guys remember back when the flu fucking just disappeared during 2020? Well, the reason is because these fucked up PCR tests, which they were running at a 45 cycle, couldn't distinguish between coronavirus and influenza. It had a false positive rate as high as 95% by registering meaningless dead and nucleotides. And that was quoting Fauci the troll himself. Luckily, the web archive does not forget. These stupid motherfuckers just keep trying to delete history, pretend like shit didn't happen, pretend like they didn't fuck up millions of people for literally nothing. Now, since we are on the subject of Kabobo, I'm going to tell you a little bit about some more information that is coming out about the Kabobo job. Amy Kelly, who is Pfizer Documents Analysis Program Director at Daily Clout, has discovered that the fucking spike protein from the vaccine is actually passing the blood placenta barrier and is storing itself in the testes of the fetus. She is kind of saying that this is going to affect fertility. It's going to destroy the testy tissue. She thinks there is a very real and large chance that because the nanoparticles are being stored in the fetal testes, that these children may not be able to develop secondary sexual characteristics like deep voices or say being able to sexually perform. So she is saying that this is an attack on fertility and the injections degrade the testes of baby boys in utero. It's like how many generations are going to be fucked up from this shot? And this information is coming from the Pfizer documents that them and the FDA didn't want released for 75 years, you guys. So I don't know if any of you out there were tricked into taking this fucking shot. Look into the natokinase. Apparently, it's been shown to break down the spike protein. If you took one of these fucking shots while you were pregnant, look into what you can do to treat your child to get that shit out of their body because it definitely passed the blood placenta barrier. So you guys, that is about it for this week. Before we leave, I need to tell you guys some amazing fucking news. So I don't know if you guys have seen the videos coming out of France where the protesters are just fucking shit up because the president there is trying to basically tell them they have to retire later in life. Even though, you know, prior to this, like a decade ago, they voted to pay higher taxes so they could retire earlier. And now the government cheese there is reneging on this whole agreement they had with its people. Well, as of yesterday, the protesters went to the Black Rock office, like the main fucking Black Rock office in France, and took it over. I mean, I'm just kind of hoping they burn the motherfucker to the ground, but we will wait and see what's happening. Uh, keep your eyes open because there's protests going on everywhere. And the mainstream media, of course, is not going to tell us about other people across the world finally getting sick of the bullshit pulled on them by the so-called elite these rich-ass motherfuckers, the scheming politicians. It's happening all over the world, you guys. 
So we're not alone. We're not fucking crazy. It's not just us. Before I get out of here today, I have got to say what is up to California, Illinois, and New York. You guys are my top three downloading states. And just thank you. I fucking appreciate it. I missed all of you motherfuckers for the last like week and a half when there wasn't a new episode. I'm sorry. So, so sorry. But we'll have new episodes every Friday from here on out. So make sure you come back next Friday and we will shoot the shit. As far as our international downloaders, check this shit out, guys. We have Ireland in the first place. We have New Zealand coming in second, Australia coming in third, and Canada coming in fourth. Thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast. If you have a rabbit hole I should dive down, hit me up at vanishingthevalley at gmail.com or go over to Reddit and find my sub, which is r slash vanishedinthevalley. Don't even fucking bother with the Instagram. No shit, you guys. <laughs> like two nights ago, they unleashed the fact checkers on my fucking page. I come in there and my shit's all like blacked out. There's like 16 different fucking fact checks. They fact checked one thing like four times because every time they do that, they can reduce the number of accounts who see the posts you make. So yeah, these motherfuckers went hard. I fucking, of course, I screenshot all of it and reposted it and talked some shit because they're stupid little bitches. But anyway, yeah. So try Vanished Athena at Instagram. It's fucking, I don't know, 30 fucking, <laughs> it's a 30, 70 chance that I, I'll get the fucking message. So I'm also using the other Instagram account, which is at Vanished in the Valley Athena Backup. Um, so come check it out. <laughs> try to get a message. I No guarantees I'll get it though. Until next week, you guys, be aware. And don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.